Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Anna Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share with you nine fun and creative date night ideas. So Aaron, before we jump into the actual nine date ideas, why don't you share a little bit about why dating your spouse is important? Well, date night's important for a lot of reasons. Um, Just like our relationship with the Lord, where we need to get together with him, we need to open the word, we need to be spending time with him, we need to be chasing after him and getting into his word um, and dedicating time to do that. Our marriages need the same thing. All of our relationships in life need it, but our closest relationship is each other. So date night becomes one of the elements that we use to maintain and cultivate our closeness, our oneness, our being on the same page. We've talked about it in past episodes, mm-hmm. um, using date, night, date nights for uh, goal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be used for a lot more than that, just building our friendship, mm-hmm. building our intimacy, having time to communicate and on one-on-one without the kids, without other people around. Um, it also becomes a time where we can actually spend time with other couples. Mm-hmm. So we're getting... Um, like adult time, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> Uninterrupted time. <laughs> Uninterrupted time. Uh, you know, just where we're focusing on um, our interpersonal relationship with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so date night, like I said earlier, is just, it's another element that we can use as a, as a discipline in our marriage to grow in intimacy, to grow closer together. And so it's, it's vital. We used to not do it. Yeah, well, in the beginning when it was just you and I, it was really easy to just say that, you know, we're on a date randomly, but really we're going to Home Depot to get something for the house. So it's like, is that really a date idea or were we just together doing stuff? winging it. Yeah, winging it. So um, you're right. After we had kids, we realized the importance of making date night a priority Mm -hmm. and, and taking that time aside to say, hey, I'm all yours right now. And I think that's, that's kind of the message we want to share with everyone listening, right? Is just that it's so important to make this time a priority, whether you have kids or not, your relationship is so important Mm. and you need that time set aside because there's so many other things in life that call for your attention. Things call for your attention. Things call for Mm. my attention and work, friends, church, children, everything. And it's, it's, vital that we don't just call on each other when we need help or when there's a problem to Mm. confront. We have to make that time a priority where we're just saying, hey, let's just go hang out. Let's just go get coffee. Let's just go to dinner Mm. or talk about goal setting, like you said. I like that. It's like preemptive instead of like, oh, I'm having a super emotional day and now I need you to take care of that (laughs) emotional need. Uh, It's it's, we know we have things to look forward to and look back on that preemptive strengthening of our intimate relationship. Mm 
Because um, we've had a lot of people email us. We've had a lot, we talked to a lot of couples that kind of just go. Mm-hmm. And you're going, uh, you know, you're taking care of the kids, doing your, you know, your thing. I'm doing work, whatever, doing my thing. Dishes, laundry, car washes, friends. And, and we're just going. And even if there's a cohesiveness and an understanding of that going where you guys work really well together, which is an awesome aspect of marriage, it still can get in the way of romance and intimacy mm-hmm. and being just there for one another it, even yeah. even when it's working right well what we've seen is when people don't put a focus on it, when we didn't put a focus mm-hmm. on this even though it can go good for a while mm-hmm. uh, because there's no intentionality there's no set aside time it eventually wears you down yeah and then you get these emotional outbursts or yeah. you have these like arguments or, or fights because you know you naturally need uh, romance and time alone that that quality time and I need affirmation and yeah. you know physical time and yeah. and there's there, so that doesn't happen for a while mm-hmm. or we're not paying attention and all of a sudden we're like why do I feel distant from yeah. you why, why don't we feel on the same page right. um, and I think that's a natural occurrence mm-hmm. when we're not naturally it's the same thing with our relationship with the Lord you know we love God and we want to and we go to church and we and we listen to worship music mm-hmm. and we have all these things but we, we don't intentionally get into the word of God. We don't intentionally go into prayer. We don't. And then all of a sudden we feel distant. Right. And it's just, we've been kind of going in the, in the every day with our relationship with the, with the Lord. And we lose that, mm-hmm. that intimacy. Mm-hmm. So if you're um, not intentionally pursuing God or you're not intentionally pursuing your spouse and making that time a priority. Yeah. What, what, what does that say about the type of relationship you have? Yeah. And, and our encouragement for this episode is to encourage you to dedicate time each week Mm -hmm. now we also know that some couples can't do this Mm -hmm. they're long distance and that you know some are in the military some travel a lot sometimes Um, the babysitter cancels or they don't have family in town to help so there's an understanding and we get that and so maybe we'll do an episode in the future (laughs) giving ideas on what you could do there but this is just for the the average couple that is going the day-to-day and there's the monotony of life Mm -hmm. um, but that it can be broken up and yeah. that we should break it up. We actually, we, we used to, t- date night was a, a whimsical thing. Is like once a month, we were like, oh, let's whenever do it. Whenever it happens. Yeah, or whenever when it happens, we thought it happens. About it. But we had friends that started, they're like, oh no, Tuesday nights are date night. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And like, they did it for a while and we didn't think in any of it because we're like, yeah, we, we date sometimes and we, <laughs> we, we get out and watch a movie every once in a while or go to dinner or whatever. Um, but we started getting jealous of their date nights. We're like, man, every every Tuesday is their date night. And they're like, no, it's date night. Because we'd call them up to, to, to do something. Yeah. They're like, no, it's date night. And we're like, oh. So it really encouraged us. And we're like, you know what? We don't have a date night. Mm-hmm. Why, don't, why don't we have a date night? Yeah. There's too much time that goes between dates. So we made a date night. We actually made Tuesday nights <laughs> our date night. And it's been amazing. It has been amazing. Um, even though we haven't been able to 100% of the time do it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we don't have a babysitter or something that comes up. That consistency is still worth it because we're both yeah. looking forward to it for different reasons. Too. Yeah, the fact that it's on the calendar, mm-hmm. that we know Tuesday nights are set aside mm-hmm. for the most part for date night. Our kids know. So they, they know, oh, tonight's mommy and daddy's date night. They, they know that They'll we... They'll ask us where we're going yeah, and they th- get excited about it. And then they ask us how our night was, what we talked about. So it's really good for them to see us. Uh, setting aside time for each other and not just pretending like it, you know, we'll figure it out someday, but we actually set it aside. So having it on the calendar, this would be a first tip to you guys is put it on the calendar. Like, Hey, every Monday night or every Friday night or every Thursday night, whatever night works, maybe it's every Saturday night. Um, it's set aside whether it happens or not. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's on the calendar makes it happen more often than it would. It's true. If you randomly decided to do a date night here and there. Yeah. Also some benefits of date night is you have that eye contact 
where either you're sitting across from each other or next to each other and you know that you have their heart and they have yours and I think that's really good um affirmation physical affection holding hands yep. hugging um sitting close to each other laughing um, having laughing fun. having fun together yeah. which some of these date nights ideas that we're going to give you today is Are they're, fun, they're yeah. fun um and uh, conversation you know whether it's goal setting or talking about a problem or affirming one another conversation mm-hmm. plays a big role in um the benefit of having a, mm-hmm. a date night and sometimes the silence, us just sitting there and eating our food and just enjoying each other's company mm-hmm. and knowing that it's just us, mm-hmm. uh, that we don't need to talk if we don't want to, if we don't have to, that, you know, sometimes there's big things that we're talking about. Sometimes it's just like, let's just dream or let's just talk about funny things that have happened lately. Or let's just, let's ha- sometimes we, we just talk about our kids, things that we're learning and things that we're seeing in them and, yeah. and then things that we're praying for them and, and what we believe they're going to be one day. And, uh, but those, those times of communication, are just so valuable and having those date nights it cultivates an environment Mm -hmm. to allow for those Mm -hmm. the communication the eye contact the affirmations the the just being reminded of our dedication and devotion and love for each other Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Marriage After God. We just wanted to take a quick break to let you guys know that we have an incredible devotional for you to do together as husband and wife. Do you have a desire to grow closer to God and to your spouse? Well, we wrote these books, Husband and Wife After God, to help you do that. It's a 30-day devotional. Each day has a new devotion on a different topic. There's questions for you to answer, and there's little challenges for you throughout the devotional as well. So many couples have already gone through these devotionals and have left reviews and comments about how this has actually drawn them closer to each other and closer to God. So all you need to do is head over to marriageaftergod.com forward slash devotional at the end of this episode and get more information about the Husband and Wife After God bundle. Um, And so that's our encouragement to you guys is that put date night on the calendar, make it something regular as you can make it. Um, Don't just hope that it's going to come because it probably won't. plan it. And then, you know, I think we can go into some of these ideas. I think some of these are fun. Some of them are really simple and cheap. Some of them might cost a little bit of money, but our goal was just to come up with some creative ideas that you could put on a list somewhere on your, on your chalkboard in your kitchen or wherever you have, um, uh, maybe it's your mirror in your bathroom and you say, Oh, we have, we have nine ideas. This is the next nine weeks worth of date nights we can try out. So I've also heard some people put ideas in a jar, which could be really fun. Um, Mm. so you could write all these down, stick them in a jar and then randomly go through them. That could be. So what's the first date idea? So the first one is coffee and cards. And if you or your spouse don't like coffee, get a chai, a tea, a smoothie, something else that maybe that store offers. Yeah. It's an easy one. It could be a cheap and free one. Um, but everyone has a coffee shop near their house. It's either a Starbucks or you have a local coffee shop. Uh, we actually have in town, we have a local book and coffee shop, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's a really nice atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but find a, a local coffee shop that you guys both like. Bring a deck of cards with you and just have some fun. Yeah. And use the, we, we, our suggestion would be play a card game that is slow. So you can uh, actually talk over so it. So you can have a conversation because you like games like speed. Yeah. What, what's the um, like nerds? <laughs> you have to like be really fast and you, you can't even think about anything else. Yeah. Uh, but a fun one is like rummy. It yeah. takes time to, it's slow goldfish, game. Yeah, war. goldfish, war. The only time we'd say war it out in your marriage. <laughs> it, was the, it was with the game of war. Um, but yeah, play a simple card game and use the, the time that you're focusing on strategy and, and your card game to talk. Um, and sip on a cup of coffee, uh, some, uh, something warm, and you're in a quiet place because usually coffee shops are pretty quiet. Um, 
And so that we just thought that'd be a fun one. We've done this actually a few times and, you know, going just to spend time having a cup of coffee and tea. You don't like coffee. I like tea. <laughs> but I love coffee. I'm a chai, so, chai person. Uh, we just, we thought that'd be a, a, just a fun, cheap date idea. And that's number one. So the second date night idea is a picnic in the park. So this is a really fun one. I like this idea. You can either get takeout like Chinese or you can make stuff ahead of time. Um, PB&Js. Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. anything works with this one, right? So um, pick a nice park or we have uh, just like a riverfront that's really nice to just go sit by. Um, growing up, my family always took us to the park and we'd stop by the store and get crackers, the little spray can of cheese and sardines. I don't know if you guys know what sardines are but it's just a can of fish and I didn't like it <laughs> I didn't like it that combination but I definitely like the crackers and cheese so you can even yeah. go like real like nostalgic childhood yeah. snacks and go that route yeah, but bring, bring some sparkling cider bring grab a blanket yeah. and just go sit with each other in the park um, and use the opportunity to so we would like to sit quietly in a park listening to people play uh, kids playing we actually or, like to people watch yeah just we people watch experience the world around um, us <laughs> we're, we're near a river so we can watch the river hear the water mm-hmm. hear the wind uh, bask in the sun um, or have a conversation again again these these date nights are a lot of them will help cultivate conversation yeah because there's nothing else going on no distractions um, or you can just have fun with it and people watch like we do <laughs> yep number three we're going to title it childlike fun yeah. so Aaron's original idea was a trampoline park and well, then- <laughs> this, this idea came out of like there's oftentimes we take our kids to go do something yeah and we can't actually partake in when it's happening because we have to like watch our young one and our middle one and like the other Make one's sure running no around one's getting hurt. and our son's like come jump with us come jump with us and I'm like Ugh. so I was thinking like oh, this would be a fun day night idea is actually go to the place that you would probably take your kids yeah like a trampoline park yeah or go old school and do like roller roller skates yeah roller and skate just rink. go have fun yeah. Doing something that you probably wouldn't be able to do with Pretend all your kids you're around. A kid. Pretend you're a kid. Um, I actually do want to go to the trampoline park but and I'm just pregnant. go jump around. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. Well, you could sit on the side. I'll I jump could around. Just watch. And you can cheer me on. <laughs> but uh, we, that one sounded really fun. Was just to go pick something that you do with your kids that you can't partake in yeah. because they're there. Another one was like batting cages. Yeah. Or like castle park style places, a fair. Something yeah, miniature fun. golf, yeah. things that uh, that you probably would have done when you were younger <laughs> or you, your kids love to do now. Yeah. Um, even going to a local park and going on the swings. I actually enjoy going on the swings. It's pretty relaxing. Yeah. So number four is a is a really fun one. <laughs> Aaron's idea. It, it's called Playing House. And the idea is you just go drive around looking for open houses <laughs> where you can go look at these new model homes. <laughs> Oftentimes they'll have crackers or chips or <laughs> even if they like- don't have snacks. Walking around these beautiful houses is really fun. <laughs> so it's a it's a great one for like a Saturday morning type date. Yeah. Um, m- growing up, my family actually used to take us. There was a whole development happening um, where we used to live, and they would have like two to three model homes, and you can jump from one to the next. And like, and each one's like, different. Each one's different. They yeah. have snacks, but the funnest part, especially being a kid, was to imagine what that space would mm. feel like if it was yours. And so even our parents and us, we would all dream about like, oh, and we could put yeah. the pool table here and my bed over here, and you could do that in your marriage. And I don't know about you, but it's a lot of fun going and looking at other types of houses. Even if you can't afford it or if you're not in the market of looking for a house, it could just be a fun way to get out of that rut of whatever you're, wherever you're at, whatever you're in and daydream together. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That actually reminds me of a date that we used to do back in California where we would go, there was this big home, like appliance store. Oh yeah. Um, It's kind of like, (laughs) it's like, it's kind of like Ikea where 
um, you know, IKEA will set up those rooms. Yeah. And every like area has a room that's set up. So they had like bathrooms and they had yeah. kitchens and they had outdoor space. But each one was a different theme. Well, and, but and it was fancy. It was super fancy. Like you walk in and you can get a free cappuccino fancy. Yeah. Or well, rose water. Every room had like, uh, <laughs> you know, free coffee or free drinks in the front. They gave, they gave free coffees and, and we would walk around and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> we would just go through each kitchen. We'd be like, man, this is really nice stuff. Yeah. We'd open the drawers and just <laughs> well, pretend oh my, like it was ours. We can never afford any of it. No. In there, but um, it was a lot of fun, and we actually we didn't do it very often, but we did it maybe once a month. Yeah. It was in this area that we really 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 liked, and we would just go in, yeah. me and her, and we'd walk around and pretend. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. There's also um, some areas where they do tour of homes, which um, I don't know exactly how you would try and find it. Maybe Google your area for it, but um, people open up their homes for like a Saturday, and you can go follow these signs around to different people's homes and you oh, get like an inside look at them. Most of them are for sale, but um, not all of them are. But it just gives you an idea of what your neighborhood is yeah. like. It's cool. So go play house with your spouse mm. <laughs> and daydream. It's a lot of fun. So the next one here, number five, is um, for all the outdoorsy people. Um, and even if you're not outdoors, you actually challenge you to do this one because it could get your perspective different. It could give you fresh air. It's called yeah. uh, Hike a New Trail. And so this one is... Go find a place that you haven't been to. Maybe there's a river walk. Maybe there's a, you know, there's a trail that you know a lot of people run on. Or um, maybe you have to go a little bit outside of town to go on. Or it's a new neighborhood. I was going to say, it doesn't have to just be, when you think of trail, you're probably thinking dirt. It doesn't have to be dirty. Mm -hmm. um, we were driving around neighborhoods while the kids napped in the car. And there was this new development going on. So we turned down the road. And all the roads were there, but um, there was no houses. It was just dirt plots. Like they were getting ready oh, to yeah. build. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but there was a couple that had parked on the side of the road and they were walking their dog yeah around. they just parked and then they're walking through the an know, older rocks couple that just the... was enjoying that area and yeah. it was on asphalt but yeah. you know you could find things like that to do so go hike a new trail go go for a, a long walk somewhere that you've never been before hold hands yeah hug each other talk about important things talk about the things you see yeah. <laughs> so the next one was also Aaron's idea um, it's about uh, volunteering so volunteer to do something good um, so we when we were younger, uh, there was a old folks home right down the street from our house mm -hmm. and us we and our dating. youth group, we were dating and our youth group would go serve. Mm -hmm. We'd go plant flowers or we'd go talk to the, um, to the elderly people their, that lived the there. Sign, so it was yeah, painted their signs. So when I, when I was thinking like, what are, what are some like do good dates that we can do? One of them was go volunteer somewhere. You might have a halfway house in your town. You might have a, a pregnancy uh, resource center. Yeah. A pregnancy resource where you center. You could sort or, clothes like baby clothes for their boutique. Uh, lots of places. Um, there's a place in town called shepherd's house. It's a, it's a, uh, it's not a homeless shelter, but it's a, people can go get food yeah. throughout the day so and get taken care of and, and, and find something you can do. And that might take a little bit more planning because mm -hmm. you have to call around maybe and say, Hey, when's, when could we come? And, and sometimes volunteering requires like a background check or filling out paperwork. Yeah. So it, it might be, it might require a little bit more work, but it could be really um, beneficial for you and your spouse to go and do something good. Yeah, it would also be a, a great example to our children yeah. saying, Hey, we're going to be going to serve today. We're going to be going helping out in this area. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's some sort of community event going on yeah. that you could serve at. Mm -hmm. setting up chairs and, and just go do that with your spouse so that you guys are actually doing some sort of, you know, giving back or some sort of ministry together as a date. Yeah. And you never know where that might lead, yeah. actually. It might turn into some sort of ministry. Full-time ministry. Know, yeah, full-time You don't know. <laughs> but uh, I thought that was a, a cool one that you guys might want to try. 
Okay, so number seven is called the bake and take. And essentially it is you go to the store, get all the ingredients for a pie, cookies, whatever it is that you want to make. Probably something that'd be easier to do bulk of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so what you're going to do is you're going to come home and make something with your spouse and spend that intimate time in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and you're going to make enough for you guys to share some and then some to take and give to someone else. So whether they're friends down the street, mm -hmm. a neighbor, whoever you want to give a nice gift like this too. Um, but you're, it's also kind of falls in line with the do good thing. You're just yeah. giving blessing someone, someone else blessing someone together. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron actually had a good idea to add on to this is if you do, let's say you make three or four batches of cookies, you could drive around the neighborhood and talk and stuff while you're driving, but also give the cookies with like a note of gratitude talking about how your friendship means a lot to you and so that's another idea uh, or what there. you could do um to the whole love your neighbor aspect of things you could go around and put like a little pack of cookies together and a note just telling your neighbors that you're praying for them that you that yeah. you care about them um giving them a little encouragement maybe a scripture and then what you can do is be praying as you drop the cookies off Take a moment and pray for that that couple, that family, who that neighbor of yours, and just hop around from a few neighbors and and the the time in prayer together is could be a really special thing for you, yeah. and you're loving your neighbors, yeah. being a good example to them, a, a shining light for the gospel. Yeah. So that was a, a, a we're doing a few under the do good date night <laughs> ideas, and that was a, a fun outreach style. We have two more dates. Number eight, Jennifer loves this one. One of my all-time favorite yeah. is the progressive dinner. So yep. you say you're going to go out somewhere and you hit the first spot for appetizers. Okay, you just pick one of your favorite spots. Or just a drink. Maybe it's like a coffee Or just place. a drink, yeah. yeah. Or a coffee, yeah. Whatever you want, but that's your... You can set it up however many courses you really... However many places you want to get to. But um, So let's say you do appetizers at one place, then you move to another place for your main course and another place for dessert. So yeah. you're kind of doing this hop around, getting a different experiences type of thing. And uh, often what we'll do is we'll use that as an opportunity to go to places that we haven't been before mm -hmm. or to order something at a place that we usually go to that we wouldn't usually order, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, you're essentially yeah. trying new things with the same restaurants that have always been there. So a fun way to expand on this one, instead of just doing like a, uh, you know, an appetizer, a main course and a dessert, maybe have a progressive dessert night oh, <laughs> where you eat dinner at home with the family <laughs> and then you hop around to three, four, five places and you get small desserts to share five desserts well if they're small i think enough. this should be our next date night <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just thought of this but um instead so eat dinner at home with the family and then do a little bit later date night and go and try like get get a single dessert to share and try cool. that at a few places i love this idea yeah. we're gonna have to do this one next that we should do that would be super fun <laughs> awesome okay moving on to the very last one number nine is yeah. called the ding dong ditch this is uh, similar to the dropping off cookies at your neighbor's or friend's house. And what it is, is you go and you get $5 gift cards to Starbucks or $5 gift cards to Target, maybe five of them. So you spend 25 bucks. So instead of buying a dinner for yourselves, maybe you drive around and you go to other neighborhoods and you write a little letter and encouraging someone and you drop random person that you just don't random, even know random person you say hey just wanted to bless you with a cup of coffee on our family and uh you know here's a here's some scripture we just so want to let you know that jesus loves you you guys are going to take turns here or you could try and do it together if, if yeah. you run that at the same pace you're going to ding dong that door leave the note and the card and ditch out yeah, of here i wouldn't do it too late so you don't make anyone angry <laughs> uh, maybe like five or six um but you go around and you just drop off a it's essentially just giving a bunch of cups of coffee to people yeah. or a little tiny snack to someone like through a gift card <laughs> just to let them know that they're loved and you never know you never know 
what might happen. Yeah, you, you might get caught and then have to say hi to someone and then <laughs> <laughs> share a story or two. Yeah, it's fun. a. This is going to be for the couples that want to do like some adventurous, like like <laughs> re- reminiscent of when they were teenagers or something like that. Uh, dinging, yeah, ringing the doorbell and running off. It's hard to <laughs> explain it without laughing, so I'm sure it's hard yeah. to do it without laughing. Uh, which would be fun. So that's a that's a fun, interesting one. Uh, and I hope these encourage you guys today. Uh, we love coming up with just fun date night ideas. Because um, even when you do date nights regularly, then you start thinking like, huh, what should we do this this week? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so we want to be a little bit creative with them. We're not always creative, but having a list of them, having things that we can think about helps us definitely every single time we're going to have a next another date night. Awesome. So thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you next episode. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.